Do you want to get into real estate but don't know where to start? Do you wonder how others are living rent or mortgage-free? Our guest today is Doug Spence. Doug is a naval aviator. Find out how he started in real estate and how working with others helped him grow in the space. Find out all of that and more today. We provide real estate investors with the tools to achieve generational wealth. I'm your host, Bud Evans. Welcome to the Aim High Podcast. Good day, high flyers. Welcome to the Aim High Podcast. I'm here today with Doug Spence. Doug is a naval aviator. Doug, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, bud. How are you? I'm doing great, man. Can you do me a favor and give me a brief introduction? Yeah, absolutely. I was born and raised in Houston, Texas, and I commissioned in the U.S. Navy back in 2009. Went to flight school, did all that stuff, did a, a fleet tour in the Super Hornet, and then did a flight instructor tour. And then I've been out here in San Diego for the last four years doing some ground stuff out here. And I got into real estate maybe three, four years ago. Bought a property back in Pensacola when I was stationed there, and then caught the bug from there, and just been uh, scaling and growing and uh, addicted ever since. Awesome, man! So, you bought your first property out in Pensacola. Where? How exactly did you get into real estate after that? Yeah, so I bought I bought that property in Pensacola with the purpose of renting it out. But I wouldn't say that was my first. That wasn't my first like dedicated real estate investment. I was just. Knew I could rent it for more than the mortgage. That was the extent of my analysis at the time. But I started listening to more podcasts, learning, got into a mastermind group, the group that we're both in, and started buying turnkey properties. And then I was like, I want to do dedicated investing on my own and do get a better return on my capital than buying turnkey or buying off the MLS. That's what led me to doing my first Burr project in Oklahoma City back in, I started in 2020. So let's start talking about that deal. How'd you locate it? Yeah. So I got connected with a great property manager or property management company there in Oklahoma City. It's called the Property Center. That's run by Eli and Abby Davis. They're awesome. And they brought me the property. It was a property they were already managing and the owner wanted to sell it. And so it never went on the market. She knew it fit my criteria. It was a duplex. Um, and it was uh, the seller just wanted a hundred thousand for it. It did need some work. It was already rented too. So that was a cool part of it is most of the work it needed was exterior cosmetic work. So I was able to keep the tenants in place throughout the whole rehab, which was a big plus. So you were able to just basically take it over. Were you cash flowing right off the bat? Yes. So it was rented for, I want to say $695 a side when we bought it. Bought it for $100,000. It needed about $25,000 worth of work. The rehab, you know, this is a good first lesson is you know, the rehab always takes longer than you think it will. And it always goes a little over budget, which this one did. Uh, nothing crazy, but it was the time it took a lot longer for various reasons. It was that was around COVID. So supply chain issues, there were weather issues, a number of factors that made it last longer than I thought it would, about twice as long. But we ended up uh, finishing all the work. It appraised for 165 and 100 bought it cash, 100,000, and then put 25 into it, all using private money. And it appraised for 165. So I had a mortgage on it, I think for 137, 138, something like that. The monthly payment, 
is about $838, if I remember exactly. And now one side is renting for $995, and we're trying to rent the other side right now. We just have a turnover. So if we can get that one rented for $995, that's quite a bump just in, in two years. And the property is probably worth now $200 to $220, I would say. Definitely nice. a successful first bird. So you forced appreciation, did some minor cosmetic stuff outside. You got your money back, I'm assuming, with your refinance? Yes, I got almost all of it back. I had to leave about 8000 left in the deal, but the cash on cash, I can't remember the exact cash on cash, but still a pretty solid cash on cash return. I, I want to say it was in 20 to 30%. And that was with the current rents, not raising rents and all that. So it was, yeah, it ended up being solid. Outstanding, man. That's fantastic. What do you have on the, what are you doing currently? Any current projects going on? Yeah. So right now, really making the transition to go from the smaller residential stuff to getting into bigger stuff. I call myself a, a recovering single family home investor because that's what most of my portfolio is, but I want to go bigger. Like a lot of people, the natural progression of the real estate investor. So just last year, a big goal of mine was to be a co-GP in a syndication. So I achieved that goal by teaming up with uh, some friends of mine that are also in naval aviation, uh, Climb Capital. And so we have a, an RV park fund called the Campfire Fund. And I'm on that as acquisitions and investor relations and helping with the raise. So we're buying RV parks all along the Sunbelt. Uh, and then as part of that project, also looking to go bigger this year doing, uh, I really like the JV model. So look at the team up with operators and I like the customization of doing a JV when it comes to like bigger stuff. Looking to do at least one JV this year in 2023 as well. Awesome. Not a very lofty goal too. So you should be able to knock that out. I don't see that being a problem at all, man. Yeah. I like to, I like to try to maintain balance because uh, we have a, an eight month old. And so I, could I do more? Sure. But I'm also still full-time active duty Navy. We have a a baby at home. And so I don't want to sacrifice time with family or my health or anything like that just to get more real estate. So I'm trying to stay balanced. And if I can do one or two JVs this year, I'm, I'm happy. Awesome. It is a marathon, not a sprint. Exactly. It's all about the journey. I don't want to burn out. I don't want to sacrifice one area of my life for another area. Exactly. So what's on the horizon for you? You've got this deal that you're working now. You've got a lot of stuff on the horizon, both you and your wife are active duty. Where do you go? So the plan now, um, in a couple of months, I'll be at 14 years in. So I've got six and change left until I hit 20. My wife's probably going to do, she's not going to do full 20. She'll probably do another three, three or four years. But the goal is to get enough passive income so that once I retire from the Navy, neither one of us has to work anymore. We still will work because we. it's important to maintain a sense of purpose and fulfillment, but we want to be able to do that on our terms. Um, I see myself doing business in real estate indefinitely, but doing it on my terms. still want to be able to take my son to and from school and go to all of his events and all that kind of stuff. So the real estate is really just a, a way to give us more time freedom to focus on our purpose and all that kind of stuff. Great, man. As your wealth is increasing, what's one thing that you learned that you'd like to share? Um, it, it, don't think that everything will, once you hit a certain wicket of 
oh, million net worth, or if I can get one, it's not going to solve your problems. You're still going to have, it's, don't think of financial wealth or independence as this end game. It's, you need to, you need to focus more on your why, like, why are you doing it? Have a vivid vision for you and your family, like, where do you want to be 10, 15 years from now? And it shouldn't just be money. Money is just a tool. Money is just a, a way to get someplace. Have a clear why and focus on that. Don't focus on the money as much. That's a great point. Good day, High Flyers. Do you need help with your business? We can help you get out of a jam or even get you started in real estate. Check us out at budevans.com. You know, being good at being good at sales isn't a natural talent. There is no it factor. Sales is identifying what the prospect needs, then providing the solutions to their problem. This is the process. Check out disruptors.com slash aim high, where sale disruptors where sales disruptors are looking to make 100 millionaires. Thanks. Now back to the show. We're going to go into the soaring four. These are the same four questions that we ask every guest that can potentially help someone who is just starting out achieve new heights. Yeah, let's do it. All right, here we go. What is one thing that you use to keep you motivated? So I think I'm very long-term, big picture focused. So re- regularly remind myself what my why is. What? Why am I doing what I'm doing? Why am I waking up super early and working on the weekends and stuff? So I think, just like I said, focusing on my why keeps me motivated. Awesome, man. What is one thing that you learned that completely shifted your mindset? Earlier on in my real estate investing journey, I read a book called Long Distance Real Estate Investing by David Green. And a huge light bulb moment that helped me out mentally was you don't have to invest where you live. And being able to overcome that mental hurdle was powerful because it really opened up the entire country as a potential investing opportunity. Awesome. What tools do you use to keep you on track? So I have a daily journal that I use and I write down what I'm working on, what I'm focusing on for that day or that week. And I also use that to practice gratitude. So I always write down three things I'm thankful for. So yeah, I'm a big proponent of a daily journal. Awesome. Do you use a specific type like Michael Hyatt or Daily Planner? I like the one that I've found is that I like a lot is it's called the Panda Planner Venture Edition. They have a few different types, but you can get it on Amazon for only like 14 bucks and it's yeah. 90 days and it's a, a smaller size too. It's not huge. So it's uh, it fits easy in a backpack or whatever. So I've just gotten used to that one. Cool. Yeah. Great, man. All right. And if you had to start over, what is one thing that you would change? Go bigger earlier. <laughs> right. Yeah, man. There's no place to go but up as long as you keep moving. Yeah. I think we're capable of so much more than we think we are. And I think if we're just staying in our comfort zone, you're not going to grow. And so if anyone's out there, you're thinking, oh man, I really want to, I think I can do this, but I'm not sure it feels uncomfortable. Like just do it. Set your goals big, set your sights big because you can achieve a lot more than you think. Yeah. Great. Hey, if you're a military veteran, Doug is a member of the War Room. You can look up David Perret on Military to Millionaire. Check that out. Doug, if somebody wanted to reach out to you directly, what's the best way to do that? Yeah, the best way is on Instagram at Honor and Equity. That's the 
platform that I started to document my journey and to help educate other military members about real estate. I love tech chatting with military members about real estate and growing their portfolio. So at honor and equity and also honorandequity.com. That's a great place to reach out. Fantastic. Doug, I appreciate your time today. Thank you very much for joining us. And uh, for those who are listening until next time, aim high. Good day, high flyers. Do you need help with your business? We can help you get out of a jam or even get you started in real estate. Check us out at BudEvans.com. Being good at sales isn't a natural talent. There is no it factor. Sales is identifying what the prospect needs, then providing the solutions to their problem. This is the process. Check out Disruptors.com slash aimhigh, where sale disruptors, where sales disruptors are looking to make 100 millionaires.